feel like people that have been through stuff usually can change the world by what they've been through if they've been through something really hard. And my story goes way back to when I was a teenager and I didn't like myself because I was made fun of really bad to the point where I thought the world would be better off without me and I wanted to do everybody a favor to not have to look at my ugly face anymore because they reminded me every day how ugly I was. And then um, when I was 16, two days after Thanksgiving, the police came to our door and told Life is what you make it. Learn to make lemonade out of lemons. Welcome to another inspiring episode of Podcast with Sheila, the podcast that is spreading positivity around the world by sharing inspiring life experiences. Today's guest, Heidi Aldridge, is a wife, mother, grandmother, realtor, motivational speaker, teacher, hot chocolate bomb maker, and podcaster, as well as a former radio host. Heidi will be sharing with us personal stories of the past that shaped her into the woman she is today. Hello, Heidi, and welcome to Podcast with Sheila. Hi, it's great to meet you, Sheila. Great to meet you too. You know, just when I read the bit that said grandmother, it didn't make sense to me because, you know, before we came on, I was just saying you didn't look like a grandmother at all. So this is really, really impressive. And I think I'll let you share your secret towards the end of the podcast, if I remember, I'm going to note it down because I would like to look like you when I get there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but in brief, who is Heidi? Where does she come from? Stuff like that before we set the ball rolling. Yeah, um, I'm Heidi and I'm in Utah okay. and I have three kids and five grandkids and I used to host a radio talk show and now I'm a podcaster and motivational speaker. So that's all about me. Wow. Great, great. Every successful person has a story to tell. What will yours be and what were the lessons you learned from that? Right. I think so too. And that's actually why I started the Lemonade Stand. I feel like people that have been through stuff usually can change the world by what they've been through if they've been through something really hard. And my story goes way back to when I was a teenager and I didn't like myself because I was made fun of really bad to the point where I thought the world would be better off without me. And I wanted to do everybody a favor to not have to look at my ugly face anymore because they reminded me every day how ugly I was. And then um, when I was 16, two days after Thanksgiving, the police came to our door and told us that our dad had just taken his life. He had just died by suicide. And his suicide note said that everyone will be better off now without him. Oh my God. yeah, I just, I, and at the time, I just remember thinking, like, that didn't help anything, you know, this is, this is terrible for us, it was me and my four little brothers, I was the oldest at 16, down to seven years old, and my dad has missed everything, he missed me graduating high school, and getting married, and having children, and now having grandchildren, and to think that he'd be a great grandpa right now, if he would have had some foresight to know that days can get better and things can improve. And so I just kind of went on a little mission, you know, after that of just, just seeing people more instead of being so consumed with myself and how miserable I was and I was being made fun of and how I thought life was better off without me. And I decided to turn that around. I didn't want anybody else to feel that way again. 
so I really kind of made it my mission to reach out to people and make friends with people and notice people and smile at people and just be more aware of those around me instead of consumed by with myself. So that was a big change for me. Wow. <laughs> it was a big moment in my life. Yeah. You know, um, as you were talking, a lot of things kept rushing into my head. I wrote a few of them down. I hope I'll be able to talk about it. Like, I gather is is a kind of bullying situation going on, isn't it? When somebody picks on you and make them feel, like you said, you're not beautiful and stuff like that, they must be very crazy to think you're not beautiful. Because look at you now, you know. And I believe that we don't change too much from the way we, we look as we are little. I remember when I was growing up, if you look at my face, I think now it blends a bit with my face. But when I was growing up, I had a big nose. You get it? And the yeah, boys would pick on me in school. But for some reason, I had a big, like, you know, I had a lot of words. You cannot tell me things and then you go free. I'm going to give you back to you in my words. I was strong like that because, you know, I'm quick, 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 my mouth like that. So they couldn't get to me that much. They, not even much oh. at all. But it isn't everybody That's who is bad. like that. And then it looks like people cannot like the way I, I am voice out. So they'll rather bottle it in. And that is where the problem arises. So you've been there. What, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, what can we say to people who go through these subtle bullying situations? They may not even see it as bullying. Some of them may not because it's quite subtle, but it's having a serious impact on the person. What can we say to them to quickly snap out of it and not move so much into the negative? Oh, well, you are a great example. And yeah. so I'm so proud of you to be able to just stand up to people and not believe it. Yeah. And I really think that is the key for me. I, I wasn't confident enough. And so I definitely believed. Yeah. I felt like at the time I remember thinking, well, if they said it, it must be true. Yeah. And, and I did have a big nose as well. And it was, it was very large. It was a man's nose. I had my dad's nose, yeah. you know, and my brother's. And, and so it was true. And so I think I just felt even more like, wow, they must really know. And I must really be hard to look at because, yeah. you know, and so you just believe it. Yeah. And even I hear today in my head of how can you drink out of a cup and, you know, call oh, me oh. bird beak yeah. and, you know, things yeah. that you can just, yeah. you'll never forget those mean yeah. words. Yeah. But I think it goes back to your example of just not believing it exactly. and having that confidence. And now I teach people to question the things in your mind, question your thoughts, question things that are said to you. And the biggest thing is don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. Exactly. And I think that's a key, something we need to realize, like we are believing these haters. And my mom would always tell me when I come home crying, she's like, oh, they're just jealous. You're actually really beautiful. And they just are saying that because you're, they're jealous and I'm like, that's just cruel. Like It's just mean. And so I learned now that it's like, don't value other people's opinions. Yeah. If it's not somebody you really value. Yeah. Like people you love and care about and have your best interests yeah. will tell you the truth. So don't believe everything you hear. That's true. But, you know, for me, I've never liked bullying. I remember one time yeah. we went to mass. We came, okay, when we're going to mass, I had put a gentleman's shoe on my son. Then he said, oh, mom, I don't, want to, I don't want to wear it. I want to wear sneakers. And I said, why do you want to wear sneakers? You cannot always be in sneakers. And I was telling him that when you go to mass, look at the real gentlemen. You see the way they are dressed. 
proper shirt with the belt and the shoe nice and so i asked him why don't you because he was at it I, I don't want to wear it if i'm wearing it i'm not going like you know so i asked what he said there is this guy in my sunday school he always laughs at my shoe so i asked him what shoe does he wear to, to mass he said he puts on canvas i said okay put on your shoe your proper shoe let's go now when we go look at all the men who come forward for with the offertory look at their shoes oh then he came back and said, oh mommy i saw them now i like it you know sometimes and is the thing is for the children to be able to open up to us for us to talk to them about it because if he doesn't open up i'll not know but once he opens up i'll be able to talk to him about it another situation was he came back home he said pe time they were changing and i give him white briefs panties and his singlet white i i tell him i want you to know what to buy when you grow up don't be buying red briefs green all those multicolored <laughs> so he said i don't want to wear white anymore i said why don't you want to wear white because when we were changing period time my friends were laughing at me why why were they laughing at you because i didn't have character pants i said character pants are not for gentlemen gentlemen wear it white and you know i tell him things like that and i make fun of it but i make him accept it that what he has is best for him well it may not be best in other homes but in our home i make him understand it's best and i think in the in that way i i i build your confidence sort of sometimes i tell i tell them when they do it and you don't like it tell them stop and in a lower voice stop in a the last one shout at him stop i don't like it you know so things like that but if the child is not letting the parent know this is what is happening definitely we cannot help them in that regard right yeah i think you have to have that relationship with your children exactly. so they will come to you and tell you like these kids are saying these yeah. things about yeah. me and then you can talk to your children about it yeah. that's key yeah they have to be able to be open to you and we can't shut our kids down like exactly. if it's important to them and something hurting them and bothering them we can't just oh too bad suck it up walk it off yeah, you know yeah. because we need to help them feel confident exactly and so there are tools and things you can do to teach them and help them not listen to the haters and yeah. not believe them that's that's the key is don't let it affect your core exactly. like it did for me to the point where i didn't want to live anymore it's oh i don't want God. it to get that bad for anybody yeah, exactly it shouldn't be like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow wow as a former radio talk show host who has interviewed people about lemons and lemonade situations what will your lemon be and what lemonade did you make out of the situation yeah that's a really good question definitely my dad's death was kind of my first big lemon and then it got to the point where i was i kind of fell back into that depression like 10 years later i really struggled with like infertility so i had all these thoughts in my mind of like I'm being punished and I'm not a good mom and I'm not a good enough person. And just those negative thoughts again, yeah. just kind of came back, just showing me that, you know, that I just wasn't enough and couldn't do anything right. And, and I was complaining a lot and we were having financial, you know, just yeah. not financial struggles, just, just poor, you know, yeah. we just couldn't really afford anything. And it was just like a, not a good time. Yeah. And I was venting, to a friend of mine and she just told me she can't hang around with me anymore she said you're too negative yeah. i can't be around your negativity you're bringing me down and i don't want to be around you anymore mm. have a nice life and it was that was quite the lemon for me personally because i am 
such a people pleaser and I love people and I enjoy being with people that that really crushed me to like, am I really that yeah. negative? And I remember going to my husband like, am I, am I that bad? And he's like, well, <laughs> he didn't want to, he didn't want to admit it, but he's like, you definitely struggle seeing the positive side of things. Okay. And I'm like, wow, okay. I, I need to work on this. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, that I was kind of doing the opposite law of attraction. Like I was attracting everything negative to my life Mm -hmm. to the point where I'm like today this hard thing happened well tomorrow more hard things are going to happen and I was looking for hard things I was looking for bad I was looking for the negative to just justify yep I knew life was going to suck so there it is you know and I just constantly was bringing it to my life and I decided to kind of look outside myself after that and be like wait do other people have problems and they're happy like is this possible? <laughs> so I started hearing stories of people that have overcome really bad lemons, like way worse than what I was dealing with. And I went to a radio station and I said, this is back in the day, 1999, when that was what we had, you know, we had Oprah, you know, so we had radio talk show, we had Dr. Laura, we had television talk show. And I just was like, this is how to get a message out is to be on the radio. Yeah. And they said, sure, you can interview people on the radio. So I started my radio talk show where I could interview people who have really overcome hard things and they've started support groups or they've started organizations or they've written a book or they've done some really amazing things because of the really tragic things they've endured. And that was a gift to my life and such a blessing to my life. So very very grateful for that experience and meeting Mm. all those incredible lemonade makers i got to meet back then and then the pandemic hit in 2020 and i'm like we need the lemonade stand again (laughs) we need need to do this again and it was easier to do it as a podcast this time to be able to reach to reach you and people all across the world from me and so i it's been a great gift i've interviewed over 200 lemonade makers now and incredible incredible stories like i can't even they're, they're amazing things that you would never want to go through wow now okay amongst all the lemon stories you've had which of them stands out for you that you can mm, share here that's a good question yeah. yeah yeah it's like what's your favorite child you know you never yeah. want to answer like <laughs> you know but there are you know because there are some like all of them have something they brought to my life mm-hmm. but the ones that really, really resonate the most with me where I feel the most are either people who have dealt with suicide, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that resonates with me or people who have dealt with death, like the death of a child or, um, you know, death of a teenager, um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's, Mm -hmm. and, and how they've gone on to like start a support group and how they do help people with grief and counseling and they've Mm -hmm. written a book or different things they've done to share their story to inspire and encourage other people to be able to get through what they're going through and so those are the ones that stick with me the most that I play in my head and remember when I'm having a rough day I'm like okay I've got this you know and they inspire me wow that's beautiful what is happiness to you oh (laughs) that is a really good question I used to think (laughs) that happiness was something you get to like I I used to say you know oh I'll I'll be happy when I graduate from high school Mm -hmm. I'll be happy when I get married I'll be happy when we have children I'll be happy when we build a house Mm 
And so each time I'd actually achieve that thing, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have kids. And now I'm like, oh, I'll be happy when the kids grow up, you know, and you're just kind of constantly like looking for the next thing to be happy Happy. for. And I realized that happiness is not that it's not a place you get to. It's actually just the way we get to travel through life. Happiness is just a peace and a joy that's just to our core. And yeah, we have those exciting, giddy moments of, of joy and happiness that's yeah. really amazing, you know? But yeah. but if we can just travel at this one vibration of just content and peace and joy in our life and find all the good, amazing things in every day, not wait to be happy because that honestly never comes. That's true. You'll get to that thing and then you'll just pick another mm. thing yeah. to wait to be happy for. Yeah. Yeah. And it just doesn't come if you're waiting for the next thing. Exactly. But if you realize it's already in you and it's your way of traveling through life, then you can embrace it and find happiness in all the moments. Oh, wow. That's brilliant. That's true. It makes a lot of sense. That's the reason why yeah. people, yeah, the rich people have everything they have, yet they can say they are not happy. Right. You that's get exactly it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. Happiness is not money. It's not in building the house. It's not in any of the things. It's not even in your kids. Yeah. Happiness isn't in anything because it's already in you. That's so true. Why do you teach people happiness about happiness? Oh. Yeah. That's really a question yeah. as well. It's because nobody seems to be happy anymore. Like people are just so bogged down with like the day-to-day grind of life mm-hmm. of just survival mode yeah, yeah. and people are just numbing out mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. they just do things to not feel anymore and i just want to elevate people i just want people to realize there is so much goodness and amazing i just i want people to look at everything as a miracle like yeah. it is truly a miracle that you and i are even speaking right now it is. what a miracle that it is, is. And so I just have such passion for this, which I haven't had. I know how it is to live the other way. I know how it is to dread every day and want to die. I know Mm. how it is to live every day waiting for happiness to come into my life. Mm. I know how it is to want and wish and not be happy with what I had and not be grateful. I know that way. And I don't live that way anymore. And so I just want to encourage people like, you can find it in your life no matter what and that's where the lemons to lemonade Mm. is a huge key and as i share with people and when i do my motivational speaking i share stories of some of my lemonade makers and i'm like listen you know this person endured this and this is what they're doing now because of it you can you can do this and i just want to encourage people days are hard like we have hard things happen in our life we do all of us do yeah and we can still find happiness. We that's can so still true. find that peace and yeah. joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so why true. it's important to me. Mm, yeah. That's so true. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I think that's something what like you said, when you dwell on too much on the negatives, you don't find any happiness there. You rather have to be positive, right. pull yourself out, know that everybody is going through some something. There's a yes. story that I heard, but I don't want to share it here. But I you know, sometimes what I've, I've, I've grown to understand is when people are not happy, they want everybody around them not to be happy. Absolutely. So when you That's are happy true. to them, it's like, why is she happy? When I'm not happy, what's making her happy? Why is she happy? And they try to 
look for ways to make you unhappy. Right, right. And once I see that coming, I quickly block you because like I always say, there's, there's so much going on in the world and some of the things I cannot stop them from happening. Others, I can stop them from getting to me. The ones that I can stop, I will definitely and always stop from happening. So I'm going through things. Other people are going through things. But still, I try to find a way to keep me going and put me in the positive mood. So when I do that and I meet somebody who feels I cannot be happy because they are not happy, I quickly block them. That's a really great tactic to do that. Like, don't bring that negativity into your life because we attract things into our life and a negative person will attract more negativity and you don't, you want to keep on a higher vibration and you want to have that good feeling. So I, I even tell people, I don't watch the news. Like I don't bring, Mm. you know, I don't follow celebrities on social media. Like I just don't want to have those feelings. Yeah. And so I just try to work really hard on listening to things and reading and watching things that do nothing but elevate me and make me want to be better. Exactly. That's just how I choose to live my life. And I try to find other people that are like that as well to spend my time with. Yeah. 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 A lot better way to live. <laughs> it is, and it makes life easier yeah. for everyone. Seriously. Yes, and that's why I'm so grateful for that friend who who blocked me. Mm. You know, yeah. because it woke me up, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, I don't want to ever be that person." Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't want to be that person again. Yeah. And I'm always grateful to her for being honest and upfront with me that I'm just yeah. was yeah. bringing her down. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to ever do that again. So it's a good reminder to me as well. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it doesn't mean every day is beautiful and perfect either. It's just what we choose to focus on. Exactly. That's what matters. That's so true. That's so yeah. true. How can one find real joy, peace, and love no matter what they are dealing with? I believe it's it's got to do with what we just spoke about. But if you have yeah. something extra to add to that, I think we would like to listen to it. Yeah. Um that is definitely something I teach. I teach mm. that when I do my speaking and I do classes at the local community college and I spend several weeks on mm. this very oh. thing. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I can tell you just the condensed thing, a couple of tips mm. to really find peace and joy it starts with gratitude, you know, that we've kind of already talked about. Like it's so simple mm. and you hear all the different ways to be more grateful, but yeah. I, I really think it's important enough that I actually have a reminder on my phone that Mm. goes off, you know, every day in the middle of the day to remind me, Mm. like, are you finding something to be grateful for right now in whatever moment you're in? And I love that because it just stops my brain, helps me reset and look around like, oh, yeah, what am I grateful for right now in this moment, you know? Mm. And I love being able to just really reset. So I highly recommend people just put a little timer in your phone that'll go off the same time every day and you just reset it and it just gets your mind from not spiraling into that negativity or into that poor me or stress or worry or whatever it is that you're dealing with and you can stop and go you know what I'm really grateful for this sunrise right now you know or whatever it is that you're enjoying or this food in front of me or whatever anything yeah so really a big thing is gratitude however that works for you in your life to bring more gratitude to your life and I think another one would probably be to forgive I think that's a big one that we carry without realizing that we're carrying all this hate 
and how much it's really affecting our soul and yeah. just affecting everything in our life. Yeah. Um, and I've learned that so many times from my lemonade stories mm. of people who, you know, if their family's been murdered mm. and trying to forgive the killer of their family, like that yeah. to me is like, that's, we definitely don't have it that bad. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and if that person can forgive the person mm. who killed their family, mm. then I need to work on forgiving my neighbor or my yeah. mother yeah. or yeah. my friend, you know, like, yeah. I think it, it really doesn't affect that person yeah. as much as it affects you carrying that hate. Yeah. And so we need to work on forgiveness. So yeah. that's a huge other, that's a, that's a whole long thing about that, but that's mm. something that definitely helps people feel more joy in their life mm. is if they cannot carry that resentment exactly oh anymore. my god so, yeah. yeah it's a big one <laughs> i think we've shared a lot of salience tip here and everybody who watches or anybody who has a chance to watch this episode or listen to it will have a lot to benefit from it but as we wrap up what is your wish for the year and why what is my wish your, yeah for this year is that what you said? Yeah. What is my wish? Yeah. For this year? Ooh. For myself or for anything? Anything. Just a wish. Yeah. A wish for anything. I would wish that people would feel encouraged. Mm. I just want people to feel needed, listened to, appreciated, and know that whatever they're dealing with right now, yeah. they can do it. Yeah. They've got this. Wow. And to hold on. And I just want people to feel encouraged. It gets really hard right now. Like there's a lot with coming out of the pandemic and looking at a recession and the different things we're dealing with just in our state and our community. It's, it sometimes gets really overwhelming and mm. I just want people to feel encouraged and look to the good things in life and not dwell on the things that are looking a little bleak right now. Yeah. Just be encouraged to hang in there. Things get better. There's waves, you know, and yeah. you just have ups and downs and yeah. it'll get better. It will. It will. I promise. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Would like to say a massive thank you, Haley, for coming on podcast with Sheila today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm honored to talk to you. So thank you. Wow. It was a delight hosting you. I enjoyed the conversation. I think we said a lot of things and uh, I believe will be a blessing to people who get the opportunity to listen to it. So if you've been listening in, this has been season two, episode 58 of our podcast series, where we've been bringing you seasoned guests with inspiring real life stories to share with us. Do not miss out on all these lovely experiences. Subscribe and be notified when a new episode is released. Whilst at it, please drop us a rating. We have a video presentation of this episode on our YouTube channel. Just search for Podcast with Sheila on YouTube and you'd find us. Our prayer for you this week is that you find happiness and peace as you journey through life. Until we meet again, have a brilliant week. <music>